0: Hello, and welcome to the Gen X Photography Podcast. This is Mario Piper. I thank you for joining me. This initial episode uh, will be mainly d- discussing the reasons why I love photography and the reasons why I left digital photo- photography, at least for now, and ventured into the uh, non nebulous world of film photography. Now, I do love digital photography. I've had many digital cameras over the years, uh, from super zoom cameras, to small point and shoots, uh, to the fabulous Fujifilm X100, which I still truly love, and each one of those cameras has given me uh, wonderful photos, thousands of photos that I will always cherish, Photos of trips that I've made with my wife, trips that I've made with my family after having kids, uh, pictures of my kids as they've uh, grown up, and many things here and there in between. But I was always missing something, and that was the, the tangibility of these photos. Because with digital photography, of course, you get excellent image quality. There's no doubt about that. The, the quality of the photos are as perfect as they can be. Those sensors are increasingly becoming more and more capable of producing technically perfect uh, uh, photos. But the thing that's missing is that that photo doesn't exist anywhere. It's just a digital representation of what the sensor saw. The lens and the sensor together there 's a something that 's missing with digital photography. Of course, there are many benefits, but that missing element is that tangibility, that realness and This is something that uh, that intrigued me when I took a photography class, a digital photography class back in two thousand and twelve. My professor, not really professor, but my instructor at the time, said something that intrigued me, and it was the difference between digital photography and analog or film photography. He said that with a digital uh, photo, what's happening is that the sensor is seeing what the lens is seeing, but then it's seeing what the lens is seeing at every moment in time, whereas... With film photography, you have a snapshot of time that is unique and singular in that that one strip of film, that one exposure, captured that one image from that one vantage point at that one instance in time. And so those aspects of reality came together together onto that one exposure and that intrigued me greatly well at the time i had a fujifilm x10 which was a beautiful camera wonderful to to operate and in in many respects it was like a film designed like a film camera an old film camera those uh, fujifilm x cameras are wonderful in that way um and i had a lot of fun using it but i yearned for what my uh, instructor was talking about, uh, and that being the tangibility of film photography. Well, my first foray into it wasn't too successful. I I got a a, a free film camera, uh, not knowing how to use it. It was a an old uh, from the eighties SLR, plastic fantastic SLR, <laughs> and uh, I didn't know how to load film. I bought a roll of film, didn't know how to load it. Uh, thought I was shooting it, sent it to uh, the darkroom, um, and it came back as being a blank roll. So <laughs> that kind of discouraged me for a little little bit. But then fast forward a few years, uh, I actually got out of photography and just used my iPhone for a little while. And that kind of taught me, I- I- interestingly, uh, what a, a single focal length is. Is like because with the iPhone unless you pinch and zoom you don't really have any zoom capabilities Uh, it's just the one focal length and I began to appreciate that well I got back into photography I was really really hoping at some point to be able to afford the Fujifilm X100 Uh, when I saw that um, back in 2011 I was smitten and uh, knew that that was the camera that I truly wanted. Well, I finally got it on the used market on Amazon and uh, it worked wonderfully. I took it on a a number of trips, um, captured some images from the West, the desert, uh, had a a good time with it and I love that focal length, uh, 35 millimeter equivalent, nice and wide not too wide not like a fish eye but wide enough to to really suit my my desires as a more of a landscape type photographer that was back in 2018 when I got that well 2019 summer of 2019 I just I don't know that camera was the impetus to get me into film photography I don't know if it was the design of it being a camera that looked quite analog with a nice viewfinder or or if it was just the the ideas that small idea that my instructor had given so many years years before uh, perhaps that started to seep into my soul I'm not sure but nonetheless, I decided that I was going to get into film photography. I saw that Ektachrome uh, was reintroduced by Kodak. I didn't know what Ekt- Ektachrome was, but I had heard of it and thought, hey, that's that's awesome. So I bought some rolls. They were expensive, being slide film, but I still bought four rolls. They were my first rolls of film after that initial uh, <laughs> hiccup of... Uh, uh, failed film photography uh, back in 2012. Um, I bought myself a Minolta Hi-Matic uh, 7S. And for really cheap, a Minolta SRT-101 off of Facebook uh, Marketplace. And I shot my first roll of 35 millimeter film, that Ektachrome. In my Minolta uh, hi 7S, it's a rangefinder camera. Didn't know what to expect. Uh, I didn't know how to work a rangefinder camera. It was my first time using that kind of a mechanism. Sent the uh, the uh, the roll to the darkroom out in California, and got the results back. And I must say, I was I was amazed. Um, I was amazed both at the the nice image quality that film was that film gave me. I was expecting, well, based on my previous experience, I was expecting to, it to be a failure. But I got nicely colored, well exposed images. Now, were they the same quality as digital? No, not by any stretch of the imagination. They were nowhere near technically as perfect as digital photography. My X100 blew these photos out of the water. But something awakened in me. And that was when I got my my film, my positives, my slides, when I got them back in the mail. I saw the actual photograph. Holding the photograph in my hand, the, the, the 35 millimeter film, the exposed and developed film, that was something that I hadn't experienced since the late 90s, and back then I didn't really even appreciate it. I was just ch- shooting um, uh, disposable cameras and things like that. I was you know, in my 20s and not really appreciating it. So here I was holding the actual photographs that I took. And it was a beautiful experience, I must say that. Now again, they weren't technically perfect like they were from the X100 or the Canon S95 little point-and-shoot that I had or the Fujifilm X10 or any of, any of these uh, cameras that I enjoyed. Nowhere near the perfection that these cameras produced, but it had a certain quality. Each photo that I took on that roll had a certain quality that was Just beautiful. Beautiful. And so I decided that this is what I was going to do and pursue. So I bought more film. I went on to the FPP store, the film photography project store. Bought some rolls of Ektar. Bought some Fujifilm Superior from uh, Walmart. Bought some uh, Kodak Ultramax uh, 400 from Walgreens. uh, Got some super low ISO uh, 1.6 ISO film, uh, Kodak Vision th- 350D, all kinds of film. I was excited and uh, realized that at the price that I was paying for developing, this was gonna not going to be a very um, cheap hobby to get into. So I started listening to other podcasts and uh listened to one that talked about developing my own uh, roles of film. And I thought, this is going to be interesting. This will be challenging. I don't know if I should do it or not. And so I looked on YouTube, and there were a number of uh, videos of how to develop your own film. And I thought, hey, for the price of buying the equipment and the chemicals that the the equipment would be a one-time purchase and the chemicals would be you know every 20 or so rolls so for the price of uh, the chemicals after the initial cost of the the equipment um, it would cost about a dollar a roll to develop my my rolls of film versus 12 to 15 dollars a roll but i'm getting ahead of myself i'll save <laughs> save okay. developing at home for another po- uh, podcast or another episode but anyways with this initial podcast this initial episode i just wanted to uh share a little bit of my history with film photography i've been going at it for uh not quite a year uh and i've thoroughly enjoyed it i've divested myself of all my digital uh photography Equipment. My beloved Fujifilm X100 is in a a different loving home, which I'm thankful for. And since then, I've uh, gotten rid of (laughs) my uh, Hymatic 7S and gotten a a different rangefinder that's utterly stunning, and it's not a Leica. (laughs) Uh, I'll tell you about that in another episode. But in the meantime, uh, this podcast will be about a once a month podcast unless uh i get more inspired uh so anyways thank you for listening and have a wonderful wonderful time shooting film photography